Um, you said you were thinking about other side businesses and things too. I mean, obviously, uh, you're an entrepreneur at heart. Uh, how do you balance everything else? Like you mentioned church. I talk a lot about faith on this podcast. Um, you mentioned family. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you make time for all of it? Yeah. So I think, you know, um, and actually I've been thinking about this, you know, uh, very often too. Uh, it's, you know, setting up your priorities, you know, like regardless of whatever you do during the day, during the week, the year, right? like what are your priorities? And, and the priorities are God, you know, and family, mm-hmm. like everything else can fall down. Yeah. You know, but if those things fall before that, yeah. Then, you know, I know that there's, you know, there's, there's uh, way bigger yeah, problems. Yeah. Way more, you know? So I think, um, one of the things that actually my dad taught me when I was a kid was put God first, no matter what, Yeah, you know? So I think that, you know, if I, uh, if I, and this is what I've been doing, actually my first business, my, you know, my construction business, the first day that I thought about making a business, I put myself on my knees and I prayed to God and I said, you know what, here I come, you know, and I put everything in your hands and I want to do it just, you know, as, you know, as, as what you want me to do, you know. Right. And I think that's where, where everything starts, you know, setting up your priorities. So my priority is, one, I know that if I have faith and if I believe in God, he's always going to be with me, no matter what. Yep. And then from there is what falls behind that is our family, right? So um, every single single day, like, for example, me, I learn how to work only seven hours per, per day Yeah. versus 12 or 18 hours, you right. know? And that was something that— that I didn't uh, do for two two full years. And actually, when I have my construction business, was well, six years. You're just grinding for yeah. I was like eight I, years. Yeah, eight years. And then and then I have a six year old, you know, and a, and a ten year old. I mean, your 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 kids are not going to be babies all the time, right? You know, and that is I, I know a lot of people talk about sacrificing. You know, uh, you know th- they got to go through the sacrifice part, you know, so they can also gained right and all that kind of stuff but honestly i feel like when it comes to family it's like i'm not gonna sacrifice my family i'm gonna sacrifice myself yeah and how do i do that is if i need to work from 8 a.m to let's say 4 p.m and dedicate you know those five hours to my children great and how am i gonna sacrifice you know myself is working overnight you know mm. Yeah. So and 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 that's you're not you gonna know, work through dinner time I'm not, and all that. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. And 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 I learn it. You know, maybe a little bit late, right? <laughs> but but now I feel like you know what? Uh, that's my priority. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm was, not gonna. Um, yeah. I don't know. Were you at my presentation for Tim? Um. Yes. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like the whole premise of um, you know, what I was speaking about at that event with the wealthy way and everything else was mm-hmm. like, man, you guys have got to learn how to prioritize your time. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned it like, you know, all those years in construction and even the first, you know, couple of years of flipping, like you didn't make that much. You're making far more now balancing it out and sp- like working less. Yes. <laughs> and that was the revelation I had too, that like I just keep like trying to tell people, I'm like, look, I literally work less now than I did you know, when I was making less, right? So like, what, what is actually happening? Why am I somehow making more while working less? Mm-hmm. 
it's not something that I think is unique to me because I've seen it happen for people like you and other people as well, where it's like, once you start really figuring out how to use your time the most efficient way and you start getting your priorities correct, where, you know, you're pursuing God first and you're pursuing your family, you're pursuing your health, you're pursuing, Mm -hmm. you know, self-development and yeah, work is a part of that. Um, but you know, it's like people make work like the number one end all be all their career success, their success on social media, their success on, you know, how many house flips they can do. Um, and it is just like the whole point of my presentation was, uh, you will do better once you stop making that a priority and like your identity. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Once you start like putting the puzzle together, you know, in figuring out like what's, it's just like when you make a to-do list, yeah, right? All the priorities go on the top and then whatever is not so important go on the bottom. You outsource that and then you can still keep in that, you know, priority. Yeah. So for me, it's those two things and then everything else can fall under that. Yeah. You know, you, know, you brought up your, co- your conference, the altar conference um, was for fathers. Yeah. Like, tell me about that. Yeah, so we'll have it, I think it's April 8th and 9th um, at the Thomas & Mack here in Las Vegas. And uh, we have thousands of tickets sold already. It's going to be awesome. Um, we did one in Fresno. Uh, it wasn't just men that time. It was for every everybody. And, and man, we saw marriages reunited. You know, we saw children come back home. We saw bodies healed. It was blowing literally things that you can't argue, but it's just blowing your mind kind of thing. God was moving in that place. And... And he's gonna if he did it before he'll do it again, you yeah. know. And so we're we're coming to Vegas, and it's a men's conference. I think coming out of COVID, there's a place of complacency that we need to step out of. Um, you know, it's comfortable to do church at home. You know, it's comfortable right. just to watch it on the screen by yourself. And are you really paying attention? Are you really into it? Are you doing community? You know, you need community. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't do it alone. And that's one thing I learned through COVID is I watched some really close friends of mine and things like that, and where. They got alone. Now their marriage is falling apart. You know they don't, you know they didn't want anybody around them. They they don't want they're stopping talking to certain people that 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 want to encourage them and love on them. And it's actually it's actually really sad, you know. And I believe that God is calling men to step into everything that He's called them to. And I believe that time is now. And um, you know, so people they literally just sent it to me this morning. It's really cool. We got people coming from all over the world. Like mm. they gave me the you know the heat map, you know, of where people are buying tickets and. Not only is all of America, I mean, different parts of the country. It's not like just one section in Las Vegas. Like, it's everywhere. There's people in Hawaii. There's people overseas. Like, and you just see this whole big old map of people that are coming to Vegas Mm -hmm. because they know something's happening. People come from Costa Rica, Canada, you know, like, they're coming because they know something's happening, you know, and— uh, it's going to be powerful. So, I mean, there's still, there's still time. There's still tickets available for, for men that want to come and, um, for dads and, you know, for brothers and, you know, I, I've had a whole bunch of moms say, can I buy tickets? And I was like, yeah, just buy, buy 10 of them, give them to your yeah. family, like yeah. or bring them, you know, because I know, I know something's about to happen because something is already happening in Las Vegas. You know, I've seen it at our church at church LV. Um, you know, with our men's group, we have a 630 men's prayer every Sunday, mm-hmm. every Sunday morning. All the men, we get together and we pray for our church, our leaders, our families, our wives, our kids, you know, and for our jobs, for everything. And I've seen the power of God hit these men that I'm like, oh, it's about to happen for the city, you know, yeah. and, and, and not just the city, but everyone around. 
Yeah. No, 100%, man. I can tell you, I started doing Bible study, man, what year was it? It's probably around 2015, 2016, um, you know, weekly. And, you know, for the last six years, that's what we've done. And um, now we do it at my office here with a lot of my employees and stuff. And it's really cool being able to do that. We just do it right after work on Wednesdays. And it's interesting because the, the aspect of community is so important because I see all these guys who struggle, even if they're Christians or, you know, they're not Christian, they're like, man, dude, I need to go see a therapist. I need to go see whatever. Like I need to join a mastermind. I like, I'm like, dude, it's cause you're just, you don't have community. Yeah. That's the key. And I've never felt the need to go see a therapist or, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, yeah. but I personally have never felt the need to like go join these other business masterminds yeah. that I see all the time where the guys are like, yeah, we're going to go vacation stuff. Cause we need friends and you know, we need to talk about the issues we're having. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, if, if you just had like a weekly community yeah. that was Christ focused, yeah. you know, for me, that's what's solved a lot of my issues. That's right. And kept me grounded. Absolutely. You know, there's a peace that surpasses all understanding, the Bible says. And and for me, I've, I've found that, especially in what I do. If anyone, you know, there's no denying that in my nine years with the Raiders, there's been a lot of uh, turmoil, yeah, <laughs> uh, to say the least. But But for some reason, I've been able to remain constant, you know. And for some reason, I'm still there, you know. And for some reason, I... I still get to lead this team, you know, and, and to me, it's not for some reason, you know, right. um, you know, I've found something that has grounded me, that has given me, that has given me hope when there rationally, there was no hope, you know, that has given me, you know, something to hold on to when everything around me was pointing at it. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and, and for me, for men, so many men just want to grind through it themselves or they don't want to open up or it's not manly to tell someone else that, Hey, I struggle with this. You know? Right. And and at the Crossing Church, you saw I had the people stand up and come forward. Yeah, you know for certain I, for in, certain reasons. In ten years of being there, I've never seen an altar call like that. Wow, wow. Well, thank you for saying that because it was on my heart to do it. Yeah, and you know God moved in that place, and you saw it. The altars filled up, the aisles were filled yeah. up. There was there wasn't room. No, it was crazy. And I told, <laughs> and I told him I said I said I want you to look around, and I want you to see that you were not the only one feeling this way today. You know, and I remember saying that, like, look around, like you're not alone. And if we would just open up our hearts to community, like Christ-centered community, come back to church, stop watching it on TV. Right. <laughs> stop watching it on YouTube and go there and get loved on by somebody. You know, right. go there and serve the pastor's vision. You, The one thing I did when we came to Las Vegas is we went to church LV because my grandmother was like, you're going to church LV. You got to go there. I said, yes, ma'am. You know, <laughs> and, uh, why did she pick? Uh, so the pastors, pastor Benny, his sister is like married to my cousin. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know this. Okay. You know, my, my, so that's why my grandma was like, you got to go. He's a great man. And he is a great man. But when I showed up, I told him, I was like, I just want to serve your vision. If it's setting up chairs, let me set up chairs. You know, yeah. if it's, if it's just saying hi to people, like I'll say hi to people, whatever your vision is for your church, I want to help that. And when we do that, you know, whether you agree with everything or not, like just go serve your pastor's vision and just see what happens. And you begin to do that and you begin to have community, you begin to have friends and right. people encouraging you like, man, keep it up, man. I believe in you, you know, all these kind of things. And, and honestly, it's those, it's those little encouraging words that you'd get sometimes that take you to the next level. 